Episode 41 for August 2008. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They're an online leader in comic book subscriptions, and their discounts can't be beat. They have 38 up to 75% off the cover price of new comics. One of their specials this month is the Amazing Spider-Man brand new day trade paperback. The cover price is 20 bucks. Mail order has it for 11.99. So be sure to check out mailordercomics.com and tell them the crawlspace sent you. Welcome back webheads to our second part of the August podcast. We're wrapping up the live callers and answering your message board questions. And we jump in the conversation with a call from Michael Bailey. He hosts a podcast called Views from the Long Box, so be sure to check that out. So without further ado, here's Michael. Uh, well, first, uh, of course, congratulations for uh, the anniversary. Thank you, sir. Not only for the, the website, but for the uh, podcast as well. Enjoy it every month. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank when you. you guys, <laughs> when you guys come out. <laughs> Because wasn't there a month? There was a month where you all didn't get together, wasn't there? Uh, it was like June or something. It's where I had uh, two parts of Roger Stern, and so we put out two podcasts. We just didn't have the gang together for that. But I've been consistent for twenty-four months, damn it! I get a show out at least once a month. <laughs> <laughs> but well, thank um, you for the good wishes. I, oh, not a problem. I was I actually listened to the Roger Stern episode while I was in at a Superman festival. Oh. So I was cheating a bit. In, in uh, <laughs> Metropolis, Illinois, right? Yes, there sir. There you go. Um, I had a question, and it just completely blanked on me. Uh, <laughs> it happens to uh, AR one of the topics all the time. <laughs> Does it only get worse, JR? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, well, they, they say memories the same. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say more if I missed it? <laughs> so we're talking about brand new day. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> what are you saying, Michael? Go ahead. What's your, what's your question? Well, the first thing is one of the topics I guess y'all were talking about was would you cut back on buying stuff mm-hmm. if the comics got much more expensive? And the answer is yes, right? Because uh, you just can't afford it at that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but my, I have two questions. Okay. The first being. Um, what were the comics that got you guys into comics? Uh, not just Spider-Man, but in general. Okay. Uh, Spider-Girl, ladies first. Go ahead. Oh, gosh. This is hard. Um, I think my brother kind of got me into comics when I was younger. And he also had these, like, trading cards of, like, heroes and their stats. So I think in an odd way, those were really what got me into comics. I kind of started going to comic book stores when I was a teenager and, like, checking out the vintage ones, but... I don't think there was any specific thing. It was kind of my brother. He was the catalyst in it all. Yeah. Jer, what got you into it? Well, uh, actually, it was Spider-Man, but uh, other than Spider-Man at the time when I was younger, it was the Gold Key Star Trek mm. comics. Yeah. Looking for those things. And uh, because uh, at this time the, the show was just in syndication. It had been canceled, and there were no new, no new movies planned or episodes planned, and that was the only way you could get new Star Trek stories was uh, that comic book. Yeah. So... Uh, I would say that was kind of a uh, that was uh, something that uh, got me into the hobby. More, what got you sucking at comics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wow. going to take that as a judgment on me. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. I guess it would probably it would, well, definitely Spider-Man. Um, Morbius, the Living Vampire, and Night Stalkers were big catalysts in getting me. Much more into comics, though. Yeah. The Midnight Suns line. Mm-hmm. I like that did, line back in the nineties. Did yeah, you uh, take stuff. all the Did you take all the posters and put them together? 
Oh. No, no, I, uh, I got a lot of those after they were first put out, so I've got, like, the posters for probably two of those issues, and <laughs> put them together doesn't make much of a poster. Okay. So, I'm um, circa 92, 91, Ghost Rider, Midnight Suns is when you got interested. So, um, I'm going back to the 70s, kind of like with JR, uh, Electric Company, and uh, that pretty much got me interested in Spider-Man and picking up, um, back on the spinner racks, I saw uh, Marvel team up with Hulk and Spider-Man, I, they were my first and second favorite characters to this day. So, that's what got me interested. Michael, how about you? How'd you get interested? Um, elementary school, they had these two books in the library called Superman from the 30s to the 70s and Batman from the 30s to the 70s. Mm-hmm. And they were collections, well, as the title suggests, they were books, uh, Batman and Superman stories from, like, four different decades. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, you know, I was a TV person as far as superheroes before the comics, but I slowly started uh, picking stuff up on the spinner rack. One of them being the first issue of Muppets Take Manhattan <laughs> from from Star Comics, which uh, Brad and yeah, I no kidding. Pe- peoples is just... peoples, peoples is peoples, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it really wasn't until '87 when I started picking up the Superman titles full time that I really got into. <laughs> that was my first step into a larger world. Yeah, so to speak. that's why you and Morb can talk shop so much because you guys are both DC fans. <laughs> well, that is awesome to know. I I, I kind of got that, but you guys, you know, obviously don't talk about DC books all that often because, well, why would you want a Spider-Man? No, podcast? no, they they talk about it a lot. I just edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every two seconds I, when I say Green Lantern, it just it goes on the editing room floor. Welcome back. Uh, I, I we, actually we lost a connection. I actually had. To... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. I actually had to dis—I had to actually had to disagree with uh, Morb's assertions that the Jeff Loeb Superman books weren't all that good. I think that's what he said. Uh, when you guys I don't were... believe I've ever read anything Jeff Loeb wrote on Superman. Really? Was it Spidey yeah. Dude? Possibly. I'm tr- I'm mixing what's, people up again. You can cut this Superman right out. What's Superman Jeff Loeb write? Uh, he wrote Superman for uh, starting in 1999. Hmm. Really? Well, I definitely never years. read that. <laughs> I didn't really start reading Superman until Jeff Johns got onto Action Comics. I've I've never been that interested in Superman, but that runs kicking ass. Yeah, good man. And you can cut this part right out. <laughs> no, I'll I'll leave it in, my brother. Anything else you want to say, Michael? I appreciate you calling in, though. Uh yeah. My other. Oh, I'm sorry. Was, you had uh, one more. Go ahead. Uh, what Spider-Man stories do you guys think should get the omnibus treatment? Mm. Clone Saga, straight up. I, people have been demanding that for a long time, and it it's a lot of books and would look great in that, like, probably two or three of those things would fill the Clone Saga. I think that would be a great outlet for that. I mean, if they're they're putting together Secret Wars 2 in Omnibus, why yeah. not the Clone Saga? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> it's a given! J.R., what should they, what uh, should they bind? Uh, well, I was... I, at first, I would have said the Clone Saga, but... Uh, I don't know. I'd say maybe all the adventures of the Green Goblin. Oh, that'd be good. So they can follow the Green Goblin to, uh, you know, both Green Goblins throughout their history. And uh, because uh, the Goblin figures into so many significant events in Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, that would be, uh, I think that would be an interesting idea. 
and of course I'd probably buy it. Well, no, wait a minute. I have all the original issues anyway. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that might be, that might be something. More of what would you like in uh, 900 page volumes? Yeah, I think Ultimate Spider-Man deserves the omnibus treatment. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a great run. It's something people can just pick up from the beginning, and it does. As I said earlier, an amazing trade business, so that's a place people would buy it. Right. Um, another one that I think could do good on an omnibus would be J. Michael Straczynski's run. Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't collect the whole thing in one omnibus, but especially, you know, those first couple of uh, arcs sell pretty well. People seem to like them, so just start at the beginning with his run, do an omnibus edition. I think those would be great. And Spider-Girl, what book would you not want to drop on your foot? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, I was going to say, you know, the Clone Saga, take a drink, right? Um, I forgot about our drinking game, yeah. Yeah. Missed good ample opportunities there. Um, I think it would actually be interesting, kind of like JR did Green Goblin, what if you collected um, kind of Mary Jane, like what kind of to follow her like personal journey? I mean, I guess maybe she wasn't touched on too much, but it would just be nice to see how her character evolved over the years. That'd be a good book. How many times they tried to blow her up in a plane and then make her forget and all that stuff. And there you go. All right, Michael. I appreciate it. We've got a couple of other colors. So appreciate it, sir. And here, this is your free pimp. Views from the Long Box, the podcast. Listen now. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. No Brad. problem. Talk, talk to you later. All right. Let's see. Who else do we have in the chat room that we haven't talked to? Is it Starcraft? We've got Spidercraft left. Starred. And then. Oh, is it Spidercraft? Don't forget Spidey Dude, too. Spidey Dude wants to. He, I'm going to have to manually call his cell on that. He said he wants to be on for a brief appearance. So, is it Spidercraft? Is that his handle? It says Starcraft. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's Spidercraft. Okay. Here he comes. We're ringing Spidercraft right now. Spidercraft, what's going on, buddy? Uh, hey guys, nothing much. How are you? Uh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, well, first of all, I want to say, wish a happy birthday to the site. Yeah, thank you. And, um, and welcome. And, first of all, I just wanted to make a couple of comments just very quickly. It was just, like, with the whole Ultimate Spider-Man thing, yeah. just to give my own two cents about it, I kind of feel that this annual thing, it's, it's going to probably be done pretty well since it's Brian Michael Bendis doing it and such, and he's done pretty well. Unlike when other people in the Ultimate Universe seem to tackle Sp- Ultimate Spider-Man, mm-hmm. they seem to keep on making him 616 Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. So you, you'd think Marvel's going to actually pull the bullet and have Mary Jane and Spider-Man have teenage sex, huh? Uh, well, I don't think they're, I think they're just going to talk about it. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to actually do it yet, and... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, just them talking. And yeah. Bennett even said it took him a long time just to get him as far as talking. So I don't think they're willing enough to cross that line. All right. Well, what's your question for the group? What do you got? Um, well, what are your guys' favorite video, Spider-Man video game and least favorite video game and why? Okay. Let's have uh, uh, Spider-Girl hit that one up. Are you a gamer, Spider-Girl? I am. Okay. I do have, you know, oh, uh, let's see, my least favorite game mm-hmm. of Spider-Man, I guess. Um, I think Spider-Man the movie, the first one, wasn't as good as the previous ones that came out, just because it didn't have that uh, roam around free environment that the other two had. Mm-hmm. So I think out of all of the ones I have, probably that would be my least favorite. What's your favorite? Um, 
That's hard. Actually, the PlayStation ones that came out, I actually really enjoyed those. And looking now at um, how good the technology is, I guess it's bad to say that, but I think they really hit it off, you know, like very early on. I think they did well with the PlayStation 1 games. And Morb, I know you're not a gamer. <laughs> not even a little bit. Did you ever play at least the Atari or the Nintendo versions back in the day? I've never played a Spider-Man game in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that doesn't stop you. What's your opinion? No, just kidding. <laughs> well, JR, I know you and your son have been known to play a Spider-Man game here and there. Uh, yeah, uh, my favorite uh, is the um, the one from the there the, there was one from Activision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't really. Uh, I'm trying to have a hard time describing it, but uh, there were two from Activision, and the second one was Inner Electro. And uh, I'm that's not talking the, that's about the one that Spider Girl was talking about. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about the one that preceded Inner Electro. Uh, I like that one because once I uh, once I got all the cheats and I, I could get into all those different <laughs> costumes, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I'd, I'd be I'd be uh, Cap- the Captain Universe Spider Man, and therefore nothing could kill me. So uh, so I could wind up actually playing the game <laughs> instead of getting killed all the time yeah. uh, and having unlimited webbing and things like that. So uh, I actually liked uh, I liked that one. My least favorite uh, looks like I've not played it, but I watched my son play it, Spider-Man Friend or Foe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really didn't care for that one because there was really no interaction between Spider-Man and his villains. He was The whole idea was he was having to team up with his villains yeah. and, uh, you know, and fighting certain bad guys and things like that. But there was really no interaction between the characters at all, yeah. not even in, like, little segues, little video segues they have between levels sometimes. So that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. I pretty much agree with you for my least favorites, friend or foe. But it, I still enjoyed it a little bit. I mean, but the it's just it ignores pretty much everything about Spider-Man. It, uh, you know, he's not teaming up with the Green Goblin. Come on now. He's not teaming up with Venom. Uh so anyway, that's well, that, that's the point. If he does, then I mean, there should be a story behind mm-hmm. it. I mean, instead of just throwing the two of them together, and, and, and they didn't bother to. And he's in China, and he and he's beating up all these generic villains level by level by level. It's awful. But uh, anyway, I agree with Jr., which is not unusual sometimes. <laughs> uh, my favorite, um, I guess, my favorite would be um, Ultimate Alliance. That had Spider-Man in it. I just love that game. I'm looking forward to the second one. But I also have high hopes for Web of Shadows. I've seen the, the trailers I posted up on the main page look awesome. I think the graphics look incredible. But again, it's another... Seriously, man? Yeah, dude. I think it looks that, awesome. That trailer looks like it is made of ass. <laughs> <laughs> How does one make an recipe of ass? Symbiot- Can you imagine they try to put symbiote zombies... In the comic books, how much people be pissed off? It's a it's a video. The different genre, my friend. <laughs> You've got these Night of the Living Dead assholes in anti-venom suits before he even comes into a comic. Wow. Urrr, coming around in a circle around Spider-Man. <laughs> they move so slow. Gee, do you think he might have a web line to get out of there? Well, Spider-Craft, you divided the group even again. Talk about <laughs> dialogue in that trailer, my God. Oh. I don't know who they got to voice that crap, but I'm sorry. I don't play video games, but that looked just awful. Well, Spidercraft, answer your own question. What's your favorite and least favorite? Well, my uh, least favorite would have to be so far Spider-Man 3 because I got the Wii version. Using the controls for that, it just sucks. (laughs) I hate to say it. It just sucks. (laughs) I mean, I have to like... What do you really think, sir? (laughs) (laughs) But um, my... I have... 
two favorites, actually. One is Spider-Man 2, because mainly because I like how it finally fixed the whole problem of just webbing the sky. I always found that just stupid. Like, where is his webbing hitting? <laughs> so Spider-Man 2 actually solved that, where you actually have to be near a building and then web onto it. Yeah. And um, my other favorite would have to be this PlayStation 1 version, um, but mainly because, one, I love the storyline. I love the voice actors. I mean, I consider Jennifer Hale to be the best black cat, period. Yeah. From the animated series, and um, and you know, I just was impressed by the voice acting, the gameplay. I have the PC version of it, and yeah, yeah. awesome. All right, any other questions, or are we good? Uh, um, well, have you guys at all seen um Ven- Venom Dark Origins? Because if you have, I just want to say quickly, hate it, hate it, <laughs> complete. It's like what what did, Mephisto, did the Mephisto's magic affect Eddie Brock too? Because it totally retconned his origin, his background. <laughs> So, so what you're saying, you love the book, right? Okay. <laughs> no, I ha- I'm gonna get that in my next box next month, so I'm, um, for- uh, if you wanna see Eddie Brock's origins, you know, his history, his family completely changed, you know, contradicting yeah. Lisa Protector, then... I think, yeah, okay. I think they made that book with the ingredient that Morbius recommends, which is ass, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Spider Spidercraft, I appreciate you calling in, my friend. All right, that's it for the uh, live callers, and we're going to tackle the message board questions. But guess who has hopped on the line? Welcome, Spidey Dude. Well, it's good to be good to be on the line, finally. Yeah, happy 10th anniversary. Yeah, happy 10th anniversary to you, sir. And, yeah. and congratulations and kudos, and I think it's hilarious that 8808 was your anniversary date. <laughs> so, uh, I, yeah, I, pl- I planned that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know... Yeah, you so plan that. You know, and, and the funny thing is, is you're an NBC affiliate, right? Right. So you're, you're doing the Olympic coverage starting yesterday, right? Yes, it started yesterday. Eight, so 8808, so ironically enough, you, you get go. to work on the Olympics while celebrating your site. So congratulations. I, yes. Actually, I was in uh, Carthage, Missouri, with 60,000 Vietnamese for the largest uh, Vietnamese celebration in the world is right in my hometown, and I've co- had to cover that. So that's what I've wow. been. Wow, <laughs> nice. that was my my coverage for my news station. But wow. uh, you missed George Berman singing, which was oh was my a- god, yeah. oh. <laughs> you know, and I had to explain what my mysterious absence. Uh, I haven't had internet since I moved, and yeah. so I haven't been able to. You know, check the message board, which means I'm like, like convulsing. I'm actually on the floor. You just don't see me convulsing <laughs> from lack right. of, from lack of a message board, uh, tr- visiting. But, um, you know, I've, uh, been, been busy and stuff like that. So I, I have thought of everybody and I appreciate everybody's thoughts and about, uh, about my grandmother's passing. So, but, you know, I'll be on, I, I'm actually going to be heading after I get done here to to the AT&T store and about ringing their neck. All right. We'll take our first uh, question from the board from Funny K. He says, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Spider-Man Crawlspace, happy birthday to you. I think George kind of already sang that earlier. Uh, he, he says, <laughs> uh, yeah, you missed it. Which villain uh, from uh, Straczynski's run would you like to reappear? The Straczynski fan in the group is Morb, so you got that one. Um... I I know nobody really likes the story, but I still think the Grey Goblin had a lot of potential, and um, I don't think wiping his mind was a good idea, but I I think he could still be used to good effect. I'd like to see him again. I'd also like to see that guy that was in just one issue called Killshot. 
Oh, mm-hmm. there's something kind of cool about him. I'd like to see him brought back. And the Peter David issue? No, no it was Oh, that was Tracer. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, yeah no, that was, uh, he, Killshot was actually, uh, one of the issues right after 500. I think it was like the first or second one shot directly after 500. Oh. Spidey Dude, who yeah. would you like to see come back? Um, you know, I don't want any more freaking goblins. We got, we got, you know, Menace as our new goblin of the week. So, um, uh, we can put the Great Goblin on the back burner, in my opinion. I, me and Marvel will disagree, like always. I would like to. Ha- I would like to see. Um, I think Ezekiel, even though he's dead, somewhat. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll get yeah, better. Yeah, true. I mean, hell, Norman Osborn got stabbed in the freaking heart, and he still came <laughs> back to life. But uh, <laughs> so you know, I might. I don't know. There, I, I felt like that was I was really underwhelmed by Ezekiel, so I kind of want to see him back. I, I felt like the first story was excellent, and later on, the more we saw him, the less he, more interesting he got. So yeah. maybe take him back to his roots. Jr., who you want to come back? Well, I'd like uh, uh, the only character from the Straczynski run I really want to see back is uh, Sarah, the mm-hmm. uh, the Goblin's daughter, because I'd like to see him try to. Uh, or Norman Osborn try to connect with her in some way and fail uh, and fail miserably, um, but uh, she's the only one that uh, I think has some dramatic possibilities. Yeah, and Spider Girl. Um, I almost want to say Iron Man, but I don't know if it was more <laughs> yeah <laughs> Civil War that kind of made him the villain or Amazing Spider Man. But just I think how he was written, uh, kind of using his relationship with uh, Peter, it kind of made him seem a villain in my mind. Um, yeah. But you know, maybe bringing Morlin back just so he can eat another one of Peter Parker's eyeballs that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Iron Man is in every other Marvel book. He might as well be in Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he I don't, does he remember the Mr. Mephisto mind wipe, though? Oh, who knows? I mean, Deadpool does, for God's sake. Why not Iron Man? And, Jr. how how would uh, it work with Harry Osborn knowing he has a stepsister? How half-sister. That, half-sister. How would that work? That would, like, well, that would be interesting. My, my how best, would Harry react? My best, my best friend slept with my father. <laughs> this is like a Maury Povich episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a story. I mean, that would just be weird. But uh, yep, anyway. that's a story. That is a story. I I would like to see that. I agree. All right. Uh, what do you think about Hammerhead's characterization in the brand new Day Extra issue? Was Joe Kelly a success in his first main story? I give we we kind of all graded this early in the show. I give it a thumbs up. Uh, I thought Hammerhead was cool. Spidey dude, what's your thoughts? We haven't heard <laughs> you about. I'm confused. Is he a fucking robot or is he just you know Hammerhead again? I, I don't know. I he was kind of ambiguous. And I guess we're supposed to pick up the other issue of Brand New Day. I thought it was probably the strongest of the three. And I wasn't completely underwhelmed by the Harry Osborn birthday thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Hammerhead was the strongest. I don't know if he, you know, he, it looks like he's going to be a robot with with his brain in it, which kind of reminds me of Silvermane. Yeah. So, it's kind of terminated. It, it, it looked more like he was getting like half an adamantium skeleton or something like that. I don't know. Well, I, I couldn't tell if it was like, like it was his actual going to be his body or like an encasing over his skeleton yeah. that kind of confused me it, it, well, wasn't it, it, it succeeded really in the fact that you're interested in the upcoming story so I, it, yeah and that, yeah. that was the whole point of this brand right. new day extra uh yeah. other question is what villain do you think roger stern's going to use in his issue of amazing spider girl who, who do you think roger stern's going to use um i was thinking 
probably menace. Um, I mean, write what you know, right? I mean, he's yeah. a hobgoblin. He might. He probably would be able to pull off a goblin. Yeah. More. Who do you? Who would you like to see? Stern tackle or? You're not that familiar uh, with Stern, though. Actually, come, come think of it. I was gonna say I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just want a good story, like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. What I don't want. What I don't want to. Ha- just- yeah. What I don't want to happen is the Chris Claremont syndrome, in my opinion. Like he keeps going back, and his his X Men stuff is never as good as his first run. So I hope I hope Stern just knocks it out of the park. Jr. Is there a particular villain that you would like to see Stern tackle? Not really. Not really. Come. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the Bill Matlow Jim Shooter debate over the spider Spidey illegitimate child that took place in the eighties? I know Jr. addressed it on his website, but I would like to hear the other thoughts on this. What I'm not familiar with that, Jr. What are they talking about? Well. At one time, supposedly, uh, Bill Mantlo wanted to give Spider-Man an illegitimate child with a black cat. <laughs> and, and Jim Shooter said, that is a terrible idea. We're, or we're uh, selling the kids' underwear with Spider-Man's picture on it. There's no way I'm going to have him have an illegitimate child. Mm-hmm. And then Mantlo I had a, I guess Mantlo got all up in arms about censorship and, uh, you know, things of that nature. Hmm. Uh, but uh, I've always said I agree with Shooter on that one. No way. I, Should he have I, an illegitimate child? I, I agree on that. I, I what what article did you did, was that one of your articles you talked about that? I'm gonna have to reread that. Yes. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, but I don't remember which article it would have been in. Okay. Uh, hey, you know that kind of sounds like a bad '90s story. Yeah. You know, Spidey is an illegitimate child. Check next issue and the big next issue. Blows. Well, Straczynski tried to do the same thing and he got shot down. Twenty years later. Ten years later. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a big difference between Gwen Stacy and the Black Cat. Not really. Well, well he yeah, actually went out with Black... Gwen Stacy and was engaged to her. Hmm. Yeah. Did they ever get engaged, though, on panel? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, I don't well, think they were on panel, maybe not, but they were engaged, weren't they? No. I, I never thought so. I don't think he ever proposed. Oh. He, 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 well, he's always fuck. debating about popping the question, but he never did. He never pulled the trigger. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's see. What do you think is the biggest flop, negative, and shock positive in terms of writing on a Spider-Man book ever? Who wants that one? Uh, <laughs> well, I, that's kind of a strangely worded question. I mean, is he asking what's the worst part about uh, about writing Spidey? Because mm-hmm. if you're asking the, I guess if you're asking the writers, it's the marriage. Oh wait, they took care of that already. Right. Um, <laughs> So, you know, the worst part about writing Spidey is probably Aunt May, because you, if you want to write her like write her like Stravinsky writes her, as opposed to the way she's been written so far, Man. you know, I mean, what characterization do you use? Do you use the strong, ambitious Aunt May, or do you use the frail, oh, Peter, go ahead, don't forget your coat, <laughs> Aunt May? <laughs> wow, nice. All right. Thank you. Uh, Spidey Site UK uh, asks about Secret Invasion. What do we think of it so far? Spider Girl, are you reading it? Uh, I am. Okay. Uh, I like it. I think it's moving uh, quicker than Final Crisis. Um, and, I, I mean, I'm just kind of, I always just wait for the next issue. I see what's going to happen. So, I mean, I like it. I recommend it. Okay. JR, I know you're not picking it up. That you, You've uh, sworn away crossovers. Yeah, I'm not reading Secret Invasion. And more, what do you think? I think the the main book is okay, but I think it's all worth it for the Avengers tie-ins. The uh, the two Avengers books have 
just done an excellent job with this story. Yeah, I agree. And Spidey Dude, are you digging it? Well, I, I like it. Uh, you know, if I wasn't already getting the new Avengers books, it's you know, it it, it would be a less than stellar main book. You know, it really had you really have to have the other two books mm-hmm. to get the overall story. That I that kind of throw that it would throw if somebody on the on just Joe Blow came up on the street and said, "Oh, Secret Invasion, what's this all about?" and read the book, and then I picked up the next issue. Not every single plot thread is picked up in the next issue. It's not independent. It's so dependent on the Avengers titles that it may not, it may cause people to turn away from from that particular book. You right. see what I'm saying? Yep. And so that's my that's my only gripe about it. The first the first issue was excellent. The second issue and the third issue were really slow to me. And the fourth issue is finally starting to pick stuff up and stuff's starting to happen again. Right. More more do we get your two cents? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm I'm half listening, half reading what I'm asking next <laughs> on the board. Um, so I'm failing badly at multitasking. Uh, yes, sure. <laughs> Spidey cites other question is if you guys are on that page, there's a uh, what do, what do we think of these two preview issues that have been posted? It looks. I'll describe it to the listeners. It's uh, basically a white background with a black fig outline of a figure with an X in the glasses on the first issue. And there's another one, a uh, white background with a black uh, foreground female figure outline. I think that's a female. There's a lot of hair and breasts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and she's holding a gun with an X on her boob, basically. Okay. So uh, what do we think of these two preview issues? More? I'm going to go to you More. now. <laughs> um. What he didn't post was the third one that they released. I think it was shortly after he posted this question. Um, there's another one that showed a man in a purple trench coat mm-hmm. with some white hair holding a bloody badge in his hand. Okay. And I th- I think this is pretty clearly an X-Men teaser. I mean, there's X's on all of them. The first one has a guy with red glasses. Can you say Cyclops? Right. The second one, green eyes and the white streaks in the hair. Spider Girl actually pointed out to me that that's pretty clearly Rogue. Oh, and I did not guy, notice that. That's good. The guy in the um, purple trench coat. Well, that's what Magneto's been wearing every time he's popped up for the past several months now. Mm. Um, so it looks to me like, uh, and they have been with this new Manifest Destiny storyline in San Francisco. They've been working more with the police, so I'm thinking they're going to get more into working with the police, we're doing more street costumes, and Magneto returns as a villain. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't like Rogue with a gun, and Cyclops with the gun, why do they need a gun? You think it's like a, a, possibly an alternate hit uh, timeline? Who cares? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? Uh, Steve Rogers uh, got better, and he posted on her board and asks... Uh, What's our favorite and least favorite things about the podcast? Our interviews, our flubs over the last two years. Uh, JR, I have to say my favorite, it, was it your dog that barked or something <laughs> one time? Yes, it was. That was one of my yes, favorites in the two years. I, I still laugh at that. I think all of our gas that we have on the air are mm-hmm. absolutely hilarious. And JR, so that, that also includes the amount of that bomb delay, that one podcast. Yeah, like you were. Too much, a little, well, I was just on fire, and I'm probably going to hell for it. It's okay. I liked you uh, at, the, at the ball game with your your dad and and Dan. <laughs> that was fun. With Dan Sorrell. 
Yeah, that was my dad. Like, hey, yeah, my phone broke in half. You, yeah, you all forgot about that. Yeah, I, uh, I talked so much on the phone, it broke in half. Um, yeah. <laughs> I went to open a text message, and it just fell off. Jr., do you have a favorite <laughs> moment from the past two years? Do I have a favorite moment? Oh boy, I, boy, you know, not really, not really. Yeah. I've kind of enjoyed, you know, enjoyed the whole thing. Uh, so far, I can't really isolate one moment. Uh, right. I think uh, I know that when we uh, first brought up the scarlet, the twelve-inch uh, <laughs> scarlet spider, <laughs> I had a had a pretty good chuckle about that. And then yeah. uh, and th- that was the same episode as the dog, actually. Oh, it was uh, okay. Yeah, it was. Um, so, uh, but no, it's been a generally pleasurable experience all around. I really awesome. can't uh, isolate one moment. And Morb, do you have a favorite moment? I think the blooper reel show was great. I love that you actually spliced together a blooper reel for that one because that was just good stuff. I love that we kept calling that front desk lady asking for JR. Yeah. <laughs> I love that part. Spider Girl, do you have a favorite moment? I know this is your first time on, but by listening, have you had a favorite moment you've heard? Yeah, uh, that dog one really tops it. Um, <laughs> I mean, people were looking at me because I was laughing so hard. So. <laughs> Definitely awesome. that one would be my favorite. And and George singing on this show, yeah, that's oh, one of them. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see, Jack Bauer f- from uh, CTU. When will Marvel get on their game and stop making crappy animated movies? New Avengers, cough cough. Uh, have you have you seen that? It's like Muppet Babies for Marvel. <laughs> this, this, this is like the my, best way to describe it. This, I tell you, what what what's up with that trailer? <laughs> have you seen the new it? generation of heroes? Yeah. Yeah, and it's did. like, okay, seriously, uh, uh, there's there's a book called Avengers Next. You can that's actually readable. And yeah, but you can damn, do that. that that trailer's rough, man. Uh, yeah. Let's see, uh, Tech from St. Louis, Missouri, a Missouri guy. Um, best and worst Spider-Man covers we've kind of talked about. We often hear about overexposure, but which character you think is underexposed? What Spider-Man character is underexposed, guys? Right now, I think it's Harry Osborn. Yeah, I, I agree. We need to find out more about his history. Anybody else? What do you think? Morbius negative. Well, he showed up this month. I'm shocked. I know. I know. I was pleasantly surprised. And it wasn't written by Sl- Was that written by Slutling? Let me look. It was written by Joe Kelly. Not slot. I'm surprised. So yeah. our, our our common theory that that the uh, villains that they introduced in their books when they first came on the run are only going to be written by those people is kind of thrown out of the water. Yeah. So, uh, I think J- Dan Slott posing as Joe Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Bauer also asks, uh, what Spidey trades would you recommend for a new reader, and would you recommend Ultimate Spider-Man? We've kind of heard our opinions on what what books. If you go back to previous podcasts about what new trades, but we haven't heard Spider Girl's suggestion. Uh, how would you get a young Spider person, in, a young kid, interested in Spider-Man, Spider Girl? Um, I probably would go for the the essentials, um, just to kind of get them into it. Uh, I guess Ultimate Spider-Man would be. Uh, good jumping on point just because you don't have to know a lot about it so much as like ASM right now has so much history attached though I guess like 30 years of it has been erased but let's not talk about that yeah (laughs) but I mean yeah I I would probably recommend Ultimate Spider-Man though I myself am not reading it yeah uh well look you just posted a question (laughs) 
<laughs> you're our next threat. Talk a bit about your question that you asked us, Spider-Girl. It's about, uh, it says, with the number of female-driven series constantly fluctuating, do you think that having more female-driven books is a good way to pull more females into greeting comics? What do you, what, what do I think right now? What do you um, think about your question, I guess, is what I was asking. But just kind of explain yeah. your question just a little bit more. Um, well, I was just, I mean, it seems like they try to bump up the number of uh, female-driven comic books. Um, I know Supergirl, for one, that was kind of to really get teenage girls into it. Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane was something to really go towards the teenagers. Um, I don't really know Miss Marvel, you know, was that for women or young girls, and is that working? I just wonder, you know, is it working? Are girls kind of getting into comics, or is it not working at all? I don't know. Um well, judging by I mean, judging by the just, the, I can only say from message board because that's the only that's the only barometer I have. But we've had, I mean, since the, especially the since since the board has been changed to its current form, we've had a ton of of female people that have stayed and people that have posted, and it's been a but it's been pretty consistent. It's not been an overwhelming amount. But it's, I don't know if I think maybe you know the uh, spare. Mary Jane books were probably very well done, and I've gone back and since read them, and they're pretty well done. I think they they succeeded. Uh, I feel like that also that Spider Girl should be in this should be included in this category, but they're not really marketing it as well as they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know. We, there, there's no demographics. There's comic books are pretty much the only. The only medium that doesn't doesn't show you the, the demographics, uh, you know, like you have a TV or or movies or stuff like that. So we really can't tell. So I mean, obviously the uh, Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane is still successful, and they're launching a what is it, the fourth volume of it, something like uh, that, with yeah. Terry Moore. Yeah. So I, I mean, that if that got our success, then I you have to say yes. The the constant from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. Uh, thank you for doing such a great show. I appreciate it. I was wondering what you think the greatest missed opportunity in the in Spider-Man has been. Could it be a creative team that underperformed, a direction that the story could have taken but avoided, or maybe a character that had their potential squandered? Morbius, we haven't heard from you a little bit. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, Harry Osborn. That's you, you're stealing Jr. stuff. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the absolute truth. They brought. I've I've been saying for a while that Harry Osborn was worth bringing back. There are good stories to be told. They brought him back. You know, over half a year ago now, we've had about two years worth of issues in this three times a month, and they haven't done jack with him. I mean, there's all kinds of potential, and and what have we had like 21 issues now? You could have done something. Yeah. I think the creative team that underperformed would be Peter David on Friendly. I, I wish he wasn't so wrapped up in the crossovers, etc. Then, and he just had a but, going on amazing. But to 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 be fair, both Salvador Laroca La Sikaska, whatever <laughs> however you say his name, uh, we don't I don't have Black Cat here. Uh, she already but, said it one you know, time in the show already. It was great. Uh, yeah, because of course, because you know we all know what happens when you, when you hear it. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the other two. I mean, JMS was was. It wasn't just here, David. I think mm-hmm. it was also JMS and also, our, our, you know, the other writer. What's his yeah. name? Anyway, so uh, in fairness, and, and to kind of chime my two cents in, the I think everybody knows the answer. But the un, most underdeveloped character in Spider-Man history was 
Ben Riley. Okay. Okay. Uh, Don, Don Mark from Arkham Asylum. Uh, he says, who do you think is the last person that should ever find out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? Who should absolutely not know? And his, uh, his, uh, banner underneath his signature is Secret Invasion. I trust JR. So JR, you got this one. <laughs> he's All your right. biggest, he's your biggest fan. All right. I would say, uh, probably Jonah shouldn't mm-hmm. know. Right. Cause his whole gimmick is that he really doesn't see a flawed human being under the mask. He just, for him, Spider-Man is a boogeyman of sorts. He's, he's not even, a real person. So, uh, I, I mean, if, if, if we're going to go back to the, the whole, uh, Spider-Man has the secret identity thing, then, uh, which apparently we have, then Jonas should never know. Right. I agree with that. I hear Morbius lighting up as we speak. Uh, Spidey yep. Site UK, uh, has a question about the, not Spider-Man related, but, uh, the Dark Knight. Has everybody seen the movie? Yeah. Yes. I have. You guys have not talked, you not talked about the Dark Knight yet? Well, it's a Spider-Man I, show. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it only it only beats Spidey's, you know, re, some of Spidey's records. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could talk about that, but in my opinion, I'm just going to be blunt here because it's the best superhero movie ever made. Oh, dude! And and it, it, it really is because it's it's not just a superhero movie to me. It's it's a crime movie. It's a it's it, it's multifaceted, and the performances were absolutely incredible. So it even beats Buggy, and, and that, that that's as tough as it is for me to say as a as a what? full-blown lover of Spidey. I'm glad you put Spidey uh, at the end of that sentence. <laughs> uh, you know, it is, it is tough for me to say that, and it's tough for well, me to lament that. It's definitely I mean, set the, the bar very high for it. Exactly, and, and you know, it did, Iron Man set the bar very high as well, yeah. but it... But Dark Knight even set it even higher, and I don't think anybody really thought it was possible, but yeah. it certainly was. Real quick, let's give everybody a grade. Spider Girl, what did you think of Dark Knight as a grade? Oh gosh, I would give it an A. Yeah, Morbius, A plus. Jr. A. And Spidey Dude, A plus. A plus here too. Wow, that's all the way around. That's a unanimous. That's a first. Yeah. That's first. Uh, Matisse Leonard. I I probably screw his name up. Am I getting that right, guys? Matisse. I wouldn't know. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I can <laughs> say he, the, our, our question is from Clearwater, Florida. I'll just put it that way. Uh, what do you think? They're, uh, when do you think they're going to bring back Felicia Hardy? And do you think it would make an int- uh, read interesting read if they had Peter dating both MJ and Felicia at the same time, or even more married to both at the same time? Yeah, let's let's not even go with the last we already, part. Of that. <laughs> we already Maybe had Spider-Man Mormon. India. Are we going to have Spider-Man Mormon now? What? <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider- big love. Spider-Man, Mormon. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, I, I'd like to see the black cat come back and cause a little love triangle, but uh, he's got to be dating someone first. Yeah, he's he's, he's still on creepy stalker loser territory. Yep. Thank you, more for that quote. <laughs> That's been used more than take a shot. Anyway, uh, his other no, question. No, no, it still isn't. Top the he also would like to call Jr. and George their his Spider-Man sensei. So, there you go, Jr. You, you got more fans than anybody on the board, Jr. <laughs> okay, Jr. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Collect them all. Actually, I'm actually I'm still uh, working through the techno glitches. I'm still getting some. Uh, oh, here. Do you want? Do you guys want me to connect you all again? No, I, no. Okay. Let's just okay. keep going. 
Okay, I'm I'm going through them <laughs> like, as fast well, as I God, can. God no. <laughs> Fanboy podcast. Uh, if sp- twenty plus issues of Brand New Day are in the can, that's more stories and some ongoing titles can produce in two years. Uh, blah, blah blah. It's been twenty issues for God's sake. Overall opinions up to this point. We pretty much you pretty much hear those every month. At the top, they they range from anywhere from an A to an F. <laughs> well, so, it's it's it was pretty much summed up well by uh, J. Jonah Jameson and Spider Man One, I think it was. Crap, crap, mega crap. <laughs> um, Dead Meat from Texas says, "Hey Morbius, since you're a big Witchblade fan, are you reading Broken Trinity? What are your thoughts about it so far?" Oh yeah. Um, it, it's written by Ron Mars, one of the top five best writers in the comic book industry, in my opinion. Industry, in my opinion. by Stephen Sedgwick, who's probably one of the top two best artists. So they they may as well just title the damn thing "Read Me." Okay, it's, <laughs> nice. I've only read the first issue so far, but it kicks all kinds of ass. And if you're Sweet. not reading any of that kind of stuff, go ahead and pick it up and get a taste because it's quite good. Tetsu Man from Springfield, Missouri, which is very close to me. So, Tetsu Man, welcome to the board. And he says, happy birthday, Crawl Space. Anyway, guys, what do you think would be the craziest crossover Spider-Man has never had? My answer, Archie meets Spider-Man. The Punisher did it. Why not? (laughs) Right. (laughs) What about Spider-Man and the Toxic Avenger? Oh, there you go. How about about for the third reference of this podcast, Spider-Man meets the Muppet Babies? (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 guys. It's all. Hey, wait a minute. He already met babies. the Muppet Babies. No, he did. In an episode. Yeah, so. He did? Uh, that nullifies you. Yeah. I, I, I defer to the Muppet, Muppet Baby. Muppet baby. I defer it's to on, the Muppet it, Baby. It's on the board. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, that's the only reason I freaking know about it. All right. <laughs> JR, who would you like to see a weird and wacky team up? Because I know you wouldn't well, buy it. <laughs> well. Since, I don't know, since the X-Men have met the crew of the Starship Enterprise, why not Spider-Man? There you go. Oh, that would be entertaining. That would be funny. Imagine. You know, you could, if you, especially if it was Next Generation, because you could always, he would have a plethora of jokes about Patrick Stewart and Christ. Yeah, he'd say, you look kind of like Professor Xavier. <laughs> All right, Spider-Fan 101 from Los Angeles, California. Uh, what do you think of the Captain America book? Loving it. Great stuff for a, a book that doesn't have the main character in it. Yes, it does. It does now. The new one. Oh, well, yeah. But Steve That's Rogers. Like having Ben Riley in the book, man. Man, yeah. Bucky is a better Captain America, a better character than Steve Rogers could ever be. Oh, blasphemy. Oh, wow. you just, you wow. just pissed off like half the internet, man. Oh, man. Sorry, the Winter half. Soldier. The Winter Soldier kicks... Steve Rogers' ass every single time. Oh, dude. More, I think we're, I'm hearing a technical problem now because that sucked. <laughs> uh, Phil, we're, we're almost done with the questions, so feel free. I'm going to go through them pretty quick. Uh, just hop in when you got an opinion. Uh, Cal Gorn from Fountain Inn, South Carolina. Uh, he's considering making his own podcast. To give us some competition, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it would be about. But if I decide to do so, what would I uh, go about doing? How do you record a podcast, and what do you guys use? I guess I'll answer this. Ladies one. and gentlemen, how to do a podcast one one starring Brad Douglas. Anyway, a couple programs I recommend: Skype, which is what I'm connecting everyone through on this program. Go to Skype.com, find that. I also use a recording program called Pamela. 
Every time we get together, I hit record, and uh, there's a British woman that comes on and says, Spidey Dude, do the impression. Here you go. Your call is being recorded. Yeah, it sounds just like that. <laughs> and I also recommend a free uh, program called Audacity. Go to download.com and type in Audacity. That way you can edit uh, your music or edit the uh, the levels for the audio and, and post-production after you guys get done with that. And I also go, use Podomatic to host my uh, podcast. And uh, also get on iTunes. That's how you will build your audience. You will have people discover you by typing in Spider-Man in the podcast search. So that's my recommendations. Uh, well, uh, you know how much money we could be making by getting, like, you know, some sort of money by every time we drop the name Skype or iTunes or whatever? Yeah, no kidding. Or, or, <laughs> or, or Mountain Dew. <laughs> or, Mountain Dew yeah. or, or any type of beer, you know, whatever yeah. beer we're drinking at a time. Uh, let's see. Scooter says, here's a weird question. Oh, we haven't had any of those. How, how how possible do you think it is that the editors, including Joey Q, were ordered by their bosses to make the comic more like the movies? Do you think that they are purposefully making the brand new day stories bad to ensure that the status quo will be reversed? I don't think they're making them bad on, on intentionally. Yeah. No, I have I have more respect for these creators than that. Is I don't like the stuff they're putting out, but I mean these guys are people that do love the character and they care about what they're doing. I don't I don't like disrespecting them as people. Yeah. I, they're they're all good people. They all care about what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I mean it was, it's plainly evident in the Steve Wacker interview we did and the Dan Slaughter interview especially too. So, yeah. anybody we've interviewed they've all, they've all had a passion for Spidey. So, as much as we some people might want to believe that that's that, that that's the case, I disagree with the notion that they don't. They I care. I do believe in the mandate from the corporate level saying you gotta you gotta young this character up. I do think that has been an order. So Yeah, but at a certain point do you, where does where does it end though? I mean, do you become Archie or do you not? And that that's the question I think everybody's really been asking. And if we just got answers in the books instead of it you know if we got answers in the books immediately, you know, pretty soon, then then I don't think there would be such a big outcry. Well I take that back. They're probably still be good. <laughs> spider fans but, are bitch no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Well. FSU Spider Fan wishes us a happy birthday, so thank you. And do you guys listen to any other podcasts? If so, which ones? JR, what what podcast? Do you listen to anything besides this one? No. This you're we're the exclusive for you. <laughs> How about uh, Spider Girl? You listen to any other shows? Um, I occasionally listen to the Amazing Spider Cast. I also listen to Word Balloon with John Suntrist. Mm-hmm. And to pimp a little bit, uh, my friend Will Sanchez is also, he's starting a podcast about the Avengers. So I can't recall the name of it, which is bad, but you guys should look at that. More? what else do you listen to? You know, I'm uh, the funny thing, I'm not really a podcast kind of guy. <laughs> Great. You just happen to be on one. <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts. It's not, I like to listen to music while I'm at my computer. I'm, I'm very happy other people listen to them because I love doing them, but it's just not really my thing. Spidey Dude, what are you, what are you listening to on the iTunes, on the iTunes uh, well, iPod? Well, uh, you know, uh, lately I haven't had any time with two jobs, but I, I do pop in on the Spider-Man, uh, of course, our podcast, and the Amazing Spider-Cast as well. Uh, and I'm starting to, thanks to you, Brad, uh, sure. the views from the Lawn Box. Mm-hmm. Uh, from your on, I've listened to, uh, Michael Bailey's podcast, so that, that was, that was, inter- it's always entertaining at least. And, um, 
Really, that's pretty much it. I don't, I don't, that's all I have really time for. And even if I get to listen to you too, I mean, barely have enough time to listen to our own. So yeah, uh, I I listened to uh, Michael's show also. I was introduced to it through him actually by coming to the board. So I'm, I'm uh, I like his uh, interview style, and he's got Roger Stern coming up too. So he's going to tackle him only from a Superman angle. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, uh, I think the bar is set very high with uh, the word balloon. Uh, John Suntress is a Chicago broadcaster, and I just love his interview style. He's a funny guy. He, he would be a good guy to just hang out at the bar with, don't you? Don't you think, Spider Girl? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I love that show. Uh, amazing Spider Cast. I listen to. Uh, I'm a Sinatra fan, and there's a podcast I listen to called The Frank Truth, where they get some old broadcasts, and, and he does commentary about uh, Sinatra. So I like that show, and there's I'm probably forgetting a few others. Well, and, and this one <laughs> I listened to. Uh, we're going to Alabama. To yeah, I know. <laughs> the AU Spider Fan. Hey, guys. Happy birthday. Love the show. I was wondering who you all think the next villains will be for the eventual Spider-Man 4. I think the obvious choices are the Lizard and Black Cat. What do you guys think about the Kingpin being introduced, bearing any character rights? Spider-Girl, who do you want in 4? Um... I was kind of thinking the lizard. They kind of have been working their way up to them, but I would. I think uh, Mysterio would be an interesting villain to put in there. Yeah, uh, and you pretty much heard all the rest of our opinions about uh, Electro, Electro etc. I. Anyone want Carnage? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. God, I only want the Venom movie. <laughs> okay, I mean, as poor character of Venom is. And speaking of spiders, I see one on my ceiling. That's kind of scary. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, ADD kicked in. Yeah. But, I mean, the Venom movie's bad enough. I don't want Carnage. Okay. Maybe we can put Carnage in a Venom character. movie. That'd be good. That'd be his antag- yeah. antagonist. Uh, Leopard Lad, going over to London again. Happy birthday, guys. Here's to another 10 years. Yay. Uh, my question is, what are your, your opinions on all the different spider women? that have existed in the Marvel Universe. I've liked what they've done with Jessica Drew, but I'm not familiar with Jessica Carpenter, but I'm a fan of the two that emerged from the reboot, but I'm not a fan of the ones from 99. JR, do you like the (laughs) Spider-Women? I think they're shameless knockoffs. Yeah. Uh, But I think that evil Spider-Woman from the the reboot's got potential because, uh, again, it has, you know, she's a female supervillain. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as the the Spider Woman heroes, I think they're all shameless knockoffs. Yeah, kind of like She Hulk. I mean, it was an obvious attempt in the seventies to spin off something. So well, it was Marvel. Marvel was trying to preserve the uh, the trademark. So uh, because uh, if they didn't, CBS would have gone ahead with the development of their own series. I think so. Uh, that's at least that's what I read once. Spider Girl, do you like Spider Women? Well, that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> yes. That sounds real bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, my preference is for Spider-Man, but okay. um, putting that aside, uh, I think Jessica Drew is probably the only legitimate Spider-Woman. If we, you know, if we have to have a Spider-Woman, um, I do agree that they probably are shameless knockoffs. But I really am getting into the storyline with Spider-Woman and Secret Invasion, and I think she has a lot of potential there. So I hope she's not ruined, you know, later on by Bendis. Julia Carpenter was introduced in Secret Wars, and that was actually the first Spider Woman I was introduced to. So I, I like the idea of like a mom with a kid superhero. That's what she basically is. She's Arachne now, I think, is in uh, Omega Flight. So 
Uh, Morb and Spidey Dude, what do you think? Uh, well, um, there's, only, there's only one real Spider Woman, and it's actually not a woman yet. Sorry, girl. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. For you, she's the only one that can claim the title. Oh, good lord! All right, boys, get in the corner. Uh, <laughs> Carnage is blood. Chicago going to uh, Chi Town. Happy birthday, guys! Or happy BD day. <laughs> uh, would have loved to be part of the live <laughs> podcast, but I gotta work. I've been listening to the podcast for about a year, and I believe, year I believe, and have been posting on here a little less than that. So my question is for everyone, what's your favorite character comic from other comic book companies and why? Green Lantern, love it from DC. Just kidding. I'm, an- I'm answering for Morbius now. <laughs> <laughs> is that right, Morbid? I guess right. Uh, yeah, honestly, at this point, my favorite character in comic books outright is Kyle Rayner, Green yep. Lantern. Yep. Spider-Girl, what are you reading not from Marvel? Um, I read Justice League over in DC, um, and I think definitely Black Canary, she tops uh, my list on the favorites. I think she's, going back to like my question, I think she's one of those, she really um, embodies like a real woman. I think she's written well. So. Now, I'm not a DC guy, but I saw her appearance on Smallville. Did you like that? Um, yeah, it was okay. It was a little strange, like, to see, because that actress was actually on Painkiller Jane. So, uh-huh. like, I couldn't kind of separate her from who she uh, was on Painkiller Jane. But, yeah, it was cool to, like, bring in a different person. Yeah. So. My Spidey problem dude. with that actress was that she sucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's that. <laughs> Spidey Dude, what do you like in non-Marvel? You mean there's something other than Marvel? Yeah, I hear. It's uh, like something. Yeah, <laughs> something. Like some sort of company that was around like, you know, 30 years before Marvel. But, yeah, yeah um, I don't read anything but Spidey uh, and Avengers. Yeah. And occasionally Captain America. But I, I'm, that's pretty much my pull list. I'm, I'm very simple. I, yeah, me too. So. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, Mr. I have like a $300 bill <laughs> each month. Or, <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? Hi, I'm Brad, and I'm an I'm addict. Uh, Jr., are you reading anything? I know you're reading the Star Star Trek books from IDW, but I'm not reading anything from DC. Yeah, did you have you ever read any DC books, Jr.? Oh, I did. I did read a few when I was uh, reviewing comics for Hero Realm back in the early part of the the 2000s. But uh-huh. I read some Batman and Superman. But uh, I would say Batman's probably my favorite DC character. Yeah, same but, here. Uh, I don't read. I don't read DC. Uh, Iron Spider Man, nineteen eighty three, from Tampa. Uh, do, 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 do. Is anybody happy that we're getting a Venom story finally? And what do you guys take on anti Venom? I think Venom's been played a lot. I mean, the what was it last year? We got Eddie Brock in the uh, hospital, which wasn't a bad story, I thought. But Venom, I said, one of the best Venom stories ever. Yeah, but Venom appears at least once a year, so it's not like we haven't had him for a long time. So, but no, and, we, haven't had, we haven't really had the Gargan Venom in, the, in several years. Yeah. So, but Anti Venom, it's Eddie. Come on, or Mister Negative with a freaking symbiote, which wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Anti Venom, we all need to just reserve judgment until we know anything, because right now we know absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, we talked about. Will, he's starting up a podcast, and he has a question uh, for us. Should the Spider-Man books uh, go back to a monthly format again and give primarily to Dan Slott and Romina Jr.? Should we go back to once a month, or you guys still like three times? Uh, 
Didn't we talk about that last month? Yeah, we kind of did. At length. <laughs> at length. Did, we? Um, did, did, did I talk about it last month? Oh, wait. Y'all got you, my voicemail. I forgot. You have it, Spidey dude. You you answer that question. Feel free. Uh, you know, I, I think they should go back to Amazing being one a month and Spectacular. Just have two books. Mm-hmm. It's a lot less hectic on the scheduling. Have Wacker still be over it. Have, you know, Joe Kelly, uh, maybe, or one of the other guys that Brave Trust, but give, give Amazing the slot. And let Slot take the, the book into in the direction he needs to go. Yeah. Also, you know, so I mean, we still have three or four, and you know, keep Spider-Man family around so you can you can do what you do in there. But but that's it. You know, don't. I, I don't know. I, it, I feel like that that although we have so we've had so many issues come out, I haven't felt like there's been much of a story, a cohesive story yet. So I, I don't. I think in that regard, I think Wacker's dropped the ball. Yeah. Uh, George, I mean, Will has a lot of questions in the interest of time. We're going to skim through them a little bit. Uh, Spidey dude, when I say, when I pause, drop the F-bomb. Okay, here we go. What the fuck is taking the <laughs> Spider-Man offices so long to bring back Hobgoblin? I mean, seriously, how long has it been since he appeared in the Spider-Man books? What do you think? J.R., why is the Goblin not there? Hobgoblin. Well, because we've already got the best goblin of all, the Green Goblin, an active player in Marvel right now. Well, you know, so to go back to that debate we had earlier, is the Hobgoblin a poor knockoff? He was the one. He was the he was a knockoff, but actually, I think he was a well done knockoff, particularly since uh, Norman was supposed to really have been dead at the time. Yeah, he was. Okay. A good, he was a good knockoff. Kind of go back to Craven, though. You know, he's dead. Well, he might get better, but. Anyway, hey, you never know. New way to die. Well, it's, it's all in the writing. It's exactly. all in the writing. And um, so, and Will says, "How cool would it be to see George Barrowman and Spidey Dude in a buddy cop movie?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, that would be absolutely. I, awesome I would love to see. Have... I would love to see George say, "I'm too old for this shit." Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all right, Insane Johnny uh, from Ireland. For JR, does your pool list these days basically consist of Amazing Spider-Man and Thunderbolts? Well, no, it also consists of uh, Spider-Girl, New Avengers, classic Star Trek. Um, I was trying to read Captain Action for a while there, too. But, uh, no, I, I although if the price is, like I said, I'm... Uh, I haven't ordered from mail order in the last couple of months, so I don't know. And if I if I do order again, uh, I'll probably drop Spider Girl and New Avengers. New Avengers. Yeah. Are you going to try to pick oh. them up off the off the uh, at the local comic shop? You think or? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I was, I, it was going to dishearten me that you were. Gonna... I know it breaks my heart to hear Jr. is thinking about quitting. So that's that that breaks my heart and more too. It's, I, I said earlier, Spider Dude, it's just going to be me in a room. <laughs> hey, I, I, I always got your back, bro. All right. All right. Uh, that's pretty much in the interest of time what we're going to wrap it up with. But before we go, we got to do recommendations, as we said earlier. Let's uh, start with ladies first. Spider Girl, what do you like? What do you recommend for others? Um, I recently just read The Secret Invasion Frontline. Um, I really enjoyed the Civil War Frontline to get it kind of a different perspective of like the miniseries and everything. So I would recommend that. It's actually in the perspective of real humans and how they're kind of reacting to the scroll invasion. Um, it kind of has an anime look to it though. So if that bothers you, you might want to stay away from that. So comic wise, I would, um, recommend that. 
Cool. Anything else uh, uncomic related you like? Uncomic related. I would actually recommend, this is weird, but you should try to support your local high school's marching band since I just came from band camp. <laughs> um, I mean, they're always fun to watch. You should just go to a football game and watch the halftime show. You know, appreciate the hard work that they do during the summer. So. As, a, as a former band member, I uh, agree totally. I think they work just as hard as the football players, in, in my opinion. Definitely. So what what, what, uh, is, what, uh, what interest, I mean, what instrument do you play? Um, I play the mellophone and the trumpet. The mellophone's like a marching French horn. And then oh. I was drum major in marching band for two years. And, so. and I was a tenor sax player. And JR, were you in the band? Never. Never? More band? I was in a band in high school, but it was a rock band, and I was playing the guitar. Okay. Spidey Dude, can you blow a horn? <laughs> no, I, I can't blow a horn. No, uh, actually, I was a, to go with your tenor sax, I was a, I'm actually a tenor um, uh, singer. So. Oh, okay. All right. So I was in the choir for that's, four years. That's got to be the oddest question I've ever asked anybody. Can you blow a horn? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. Uh, speaking of, since uh, you're talking now, Spidey, did your recommendations for the month? Uh, my recommendations are, uh, honestly, George Burns singing. No, Batman. 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 Oh, Dark Knight. Okay. Dark Knight. If there's anybody yeah. listening that hasn't seen that movie, run out and go see it. And, and yeah, I, don't, 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 don't walk. Run. Yes. As fast as you possibly can. <laughs> and Morbius, what do and you got? Avoid traffic at all costs. Yes. We don't want anybody to die because of us. Morbius, what do you like this month? Well, I haven't put too much thought into this. I've only really read the Spider-Man books this month. Um, I'll go with my old standby. Don't be a dipshit. Read Green Lantern. Um, <laughs> I think you have a t-shirt. That, that. that should be a t-shirt or something. That should be what? That should be a t-shirt. Don't be a dipshit. Read Green Lantern. <laughs> um, you know, so if we ever again, go to... Uh, if we ever go to San Diego Comic Con or ever meet at a, like a Comic Con, I, I swear to God, if I don't see more wearing that T-shirt, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> Zach, Zach, I'm going to make you wear here. that T-shirt now. What? Sorry, Morbius, you have the floor. <laughs> um, we back to me now? <laughs> yeah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I'm going to recommend one more time in the comics section, Manhunter. Um, because yeah, just because we talked about female comics earlier um and it's easily the best female superhero of all time read it and then argue with me um <laughs> for non-comics i i recently caught up with burn notice from usa on uh, dvd and that turned out to be a remarkably fun little series and uh it's on thursday nights 10 o'clock on usa it's pretty easy to catch up with it's Fairly episodic show. It's kind of like MacGyver meets the A-Team with some cool spy shit. There you go. Sweet. <laughs> and you know what? Oh, yeah. uh, more, it really, I agree with you. And and that's that's the first time this podcast. So, good <laughs> <laughs> I think it's happened once or twice before, but I appreciate the vote of confidence. <laughs> All right. More of anything else? I'm going to stick it with that this week. Okay. JR, this what month. do you like? What do you, what do you see and what are you reading? I don't have any recommendations this month. Nothing. Have you seen no. you see Dark Knight though, and you love that? Yeah, I have, but yeah, I have, but you guys have already mentioned it. So Did, uh, now here's a question. Repetitive. Here's a question. As a dad, do you let because your son is what six or something? How old yeah. is your son? Did, did you let him now? But did you let him go see that? Because that's kind of graphic. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Because some parents are thinking it's too dark or something. I don't. I don't know. Well, he. You know, we ask him. Uh, he didn't. Um, 
he didn't like Batman Begins. He thought that was scary because of the bats. Right. But, uh, and he said that uh, Dark Knight uh, was was scary. He doesn't want to go see that again. But yeah. he didn't. You know, I didn't ruin him or anything. Yeah. He's uh, he seemed to be, he seemed to be fine. <laughs> awesome. And have well, you guys, have you guys, has seen Hulk yet? I know you last month you didn't. Never saw it. Never saw it. Okay. All right, my recommendations for the month. I really am kind of like uh, Spidey Dude and, and more, but I, I don't really have anything with the exception of Spider-Man that I've been reading. But one thing I ordered and I got in my box this month was um, it was a uh, – I've never bought a Digest before from Marvel. And I picked up Mini Marvel's Rock, Paper, Scissors. And if you've, if you've uh, been reading uh, art and stories by Chris Giarrusso, I guess is that how you say it? Uh, he, he, uh, has these little mini Marvels in the back of Marvel comics that are kind of like Muppet Babies. Four times this show. All right. No, it's more like Peanuts. Let's <laughs> get it right. Exactly. It's, yeah, I agree. It's more like Peanuts. And they're just, it, the, uh, the digest is uh, a collection of all of his, uh, art that's appeared in the back of Marvel comics. And it's really fun stuff. Very, uh, creative, I think. And I would love this guy to do a commission. I think it'd be awesome to do a commission. Cause I, I dig his little bitty Spidey. And he has a lot of Norman Osborn goblins in there too, Jr. So if you oh, you haven't yeah, seen it, you might want to pick it up. Well, gang, fifteen hours later, we're done with this show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to personally thank everybody. Uh, you guys are awesome to do this with each and every month, and on the boards, on the line. Uh, I would not not be going ten years and two years on a podcast. Uh, if it wasn't for you. So I appreciate your help and your friendship over these years. So thank you guys very much. And that wraps up our birthday show. Thanks again to all the folks who called in. You guys are so much fun to talk to each and every month. I'm looking forward to our next live call-in show. It's always a blast. You never know what's going to happen. And before we go, we want to give a big thanks to our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com, for supporting us for the past two years. They're my monthly comic supplier, and they deliver the goods each and every month at a low cost. An example is Amazing Spider-Man 575. The cover price is $2.99. Mail order has it for a buck eighty-five. So be sure to check out their website at MailOrderComics.com. Well, gang, our next show will be with writer J.M. DeMathis. We'll discuss his long run on the Spider-Man titles during the 1990s, and we may even bring up some talk of the Clone Saga. So it should be a fun show. That's coming up in a few days. I'm Brad Douglas. Thanks so much for listening and visiting the SpiderManCrawlspace.com.